Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett Fesley's here. Big Dick Toledo's wandering around here somewhere. Off and running. Another glorious day here in paradise. No complaints uh, at all about what we got dealing with outside and everywhere else. And plus, a nice distraction from all this slippity slap nonsense that's going on. And everywhere you turn is news about uh, the Oscars slap, the Suns last the night. Slappy. Winning this amazing uh, crud game. They played terrible and still won. I have to thank uh, uh, my friend Kevin Ray, Suns announcer, uh, for not bringing up the slap. Hardly at all last night, if at all. I didn't hear it. If he did, it was quick, and it was nice to escape all of the uh, the nonsense that it goes on. It didn't reoccur over yeah, and it over wasn't, It wasn't like a constant once a theme. Quarter. Sure, they made a, a joke here and there, I'm sure, but uh, not to make it a big uh, to-do. It was great. And then the Suns beating Golden State, a Steph Curry-free Golden State, which yeah. would, uh, Golden State fans would say. I'm like, you know, that's a good thing. It wasn't, a, wasn't an easy game to watch. They looked terrible, and they still won. This team just loves winning. And uh, they, they tied the franchise record last night and going to go for uh, beating it next. 63 wins is what they'll do. And again, it begs the question, who will win more games this year? The Suns or the Diamondbacks? Suns. It's going it's to be tight. Bet. Come on, I don't bet. know. Give me the fan duel on that one. <laughs> that is a tight bet. If the Suns it's went not. out. Look at the D-backs. If the Suns went out at 68. I think that's the number for the Diamondbacks. That's the over-under. I think you can play 66, 67 on them and say, I'm not going any higher than that. For them to, they could easily lose 100 games again. Oh, yeah. And that means a 62 win season. I, they, they could win, a, they could lose 105, 106 and be down in the 50s. I, I 
think I'd put my money on the Suns. But well, they were fifty-two and one hundred and ten <laughs> last year. So did they improve that much? So, I... Last year, I Doug Hopkins and I just first uh, started hanging out about now, and we were talking Diamondbacks. And I remember before the season started, I said my over/under on their losses is one hundred and eleven. It was just a, a yeah. throw out there. I was actually exaggerating what I thought. 111 losses is a lot of losing. And I'm like, 111? No way, no way. I'm like, it's going to happen. He goes, you think? And as Doug thought, as he processed it, he's like, there's a possibility of 110 plus losses. And I'm like, 111 is my number. I would have got it. I would have bet. So probably, close. I, I would have bet under on that in a heartbeat because I thought nobody's going to lose 100. You can manage to squeak out. 65 wins in a year when you play 162 times. You think. You, but they couldn't. They were horrible. Will they Will they break the 60 mark? Will they win 60 games? Right uh, now. That's tough. What were they, 50, 52 and 110? Uh, 50, hang on a second. Yeah. Uh, 52 and 110. At yeah. this point, I think they'd be like a four seed in the NBA playoffs. Unless they get like a, uh, a baby backs revival. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So. They have to have magic on the hill. So yeah. we'll see. Diamondbacks, their business starts next week. And uh, that is the that is the number, sixty five. I mean, the Orioles were the only other team to have that bad of a record. They tied for the least the, the least amount of wins last year. I remember last year before the season also that they have that that uh, the all the analytics come out and the, the Diamondbacks and Orioles had a two percent chance of making the playoffs per, before the season started. That's even high. And that was where you kind of said, I agreed. Like, giving them yeah. a chance was like, they're not making the playoffs. But that's with uh, the assumption that maybe they can trade, like, six or seven guys and get into some sort of – the brand-new team will show up. But as it stood, they're like, 2% chance where they sit. There's always a chance. But that's the thing that used to be beautiful about baseball was every spring, hope hope comes to your town. You have hope. Every team had it. That Diamond 2% only came from uh, COVID factor. Other yeah. teams getting <laughs> rocked. Yeah, You're probably right, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Eh, there's always that chance that these cruddy teams will find a way to beat the, the Dodgers and Pot. If, in fact, the pandemic strikes just them, Yep, you always have a 2% chance. I Terrible. Mean, when you have a worse record than the Pirates, you might as well just, uh, just cash well, it in. Don't even show up. The Pirates, who admittedly just don't try. Yeah. Yeah, the Diamondbacks, I think, might be that. So we'll see. Uh, very, but hope used to spring eternal in baseball, and now it's like, nah. We pretty much know the foregone uh, conclusion to this thing. But 65 is the number I put on the Diamondbacks. 65, 66 right, mark it down. for the Suns. Write it down. We'll see. Can they, can they outperform this year's Suns? Now, the Suns are now in that dangerous position of shooting for 65, 66, 67 wins and then uh, not winning the championship. Yep. It's all on them to screw it up now. It is no longer – they have enough of a lead. They've been dominant all year. Uh, it's theirs to lose. This has never happened in this city before. Last year was kind of a surprise. They got there. Everybody's like, ah, oh, all the teams they're beating have a major injury. They're only in the finals because this year is different. This year they are in the finals if they get there because they're dominant. It's theirs to lose. You get you get into that 67, 68 wins. It's on you to screw it up. So now the pressure is totally different than it is just being the team that shouldn't be there. Now you're the team that's clear-cut favorite. You're 14 games better than anybody else in the East. Eight or nine, I'm, and the one team I'm scared of is they're playing, I think tomorrow, the Memphis Grizzlies. That is a team that nobody talks about, nobody knows about, because they haven't done a good job marketing them. John Morant is the only guy, but that is a, that's a spooky basketball team because they can play. And they've got, they've got the Michael Jordan like clone, maybe even more athletic, if you can imagine, and John Morant. That's spooky. So we'll see. We'll find out if the Suns can... 
can uh, you know manage to get it all the way through. But starting to get down to the nitty gritty. Two more home games. You got the Lakers and the Kings, and then a uh, week and a half. We're we're in uh, playoff time. It's crazy. Playoff spice would be nice. It and, would be, and, turn, and then go pretty pretty far into it, if not take it all. You have to, and take then it we all. roll into World Cup, man. It's gonna oh be a yeah, great it's going to be fun. And the U.S. might be in the World Cup. They That's are. True. Oh, they're in. They, they made yeah, it. They are fantastic. They're, they're in because they had to lose by no more than six goals. Yes, and they, and, uh, <laughs> they, they to lost to two to one. All oh, right, so they, or they, something like th- or three to one. So if they goals. lost six nothing, they were out. Yeah. Oh my goodness, uh, on the edge of my seat, soccer fans. Does this mean we can start paying them three times as much as the women again? Now that they're back in the on their way. Cup? They're okay, on. good because that's what the women's bitch was the whole time. It's like we're, they don't even make the World Cup. We win it. We should get paid this. All right. Well, now they're there. Uh, I just got this. The Vegas number for the Diamondbacks, 66 and a half wins. Oh, man. I'll take the under. Would you really take yeah. the under? That's a dangerous under. I don't know. I don't just don't. Oh. They're, they're not, they didn't do anything. They didn't. What, they did what makes you think they're better? That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's a, yeah. But they had a lot and of guys who were in the league it, too uh, early. So maybe they have another, another some experience. On and it. I'll I, take the yeah. over on it. You're going to take the over? You two throw that bet together. Yeah, huh? all right. I don't know where I'd go. I think I'd lean under. I think they're going to lose 100 games. But they could make a move, or they could surprise you with something. Like one guy starts to erupt, and they win 64. They still aren't going to be good, but they, they could, they could never not make a move. End of the year, they're out of it. Get a couple of W's because uh, the teams are not are They couldn't even do that people. last year. Yeah. I know. They, they couldn't even manage the nobody's trying against you. You're the worst team in baseball, and they'd still – Oh, they were The big signing was Bumgardner, who's a retread, basically. Yeah. I mean, the guys – he was amazing at one point. Giants were done with him three or four years yeah. before the – Diamondbacks decided to grab them. Nah, we'll see. If they go worse than they did last year, oh, just burn that. They down. should just play just at the. Uh, they should play at the ASU Stadium. Yes, from they the should following have to year. go play in that five thousand seat hockey yeah. arena. Yeah. They shouldn't even get a full baseball field. I'll tell you this: just being this close to it, though, because it was right downtown, and fifty-two wins is terrible. I ha- I was traumatized. I am traumatized. It's about me, by the way. It's all about me. I was trying. This is what people say now when something happens. They're adjacent to something silly. Uh, because uh, not only did Amy Schumer come out and say she's triggered and traumatized by what happened at the Oscars, Wanda Sykes was on Ellen DeGeneres yesterday and said she is traumatized by what happened. And then Ellen DeGeneres said, me too. So just watching it on TV, she was tr- they're traumatized. Think of the, the gravity of the word traumatized and how it should not be just thrown out there. You're not traumatized by I'm traumatized by if somebody gave me season tickets to the Diamondbacks and said I had to go to every game. That's, an, that's actually physical trauma. I'm experiencing a trauma. You're not traumatized because somebody happened to slap someone else. You're traumatized you know, when you see somebody get killed, run over by a car, some accident happens to you. You have some trauma. Uh, some, you know, something happens in your childhood. that You're not traumatized when you watch TV. And, and Will Smith smacks Chris Rock. But uh, everybody everybody on that, like when Wanda Sykes There's said the research that just came out that said women stress way more than What? Men. They needed yeah. research yeah. for that? Uh-huh. It's confirmed now. Now I'll tell you this. Men stress. We hide it. They do. And that I think that's a smarter thing It's because now everybody's a victim and everybody's like, no, if you have any feelings at all, you've been victimized. Remember when it used to be a thing to be like toughen up, dust yourself off, get up and, and be tough? Yeah. That's not it anymore. It's like, no, no, no. You've had something happen near you. You're weak. Uh, embrace how weak you are and know that you can't get through anything 
without telling everybody. I couldn't believe how fast it, when I watched the clip of Wanda Sykes saying, and Wanda was kind of saying, I'm traumatized. And then Ellen DeGeneres was like, oh, well, me too. Like that word triggered her to say, oh, I, I am too. I, I love being traumatized. We're all victims. Everybody's a victim. Nobody's hurt by this. We all loved it. Every single person that watched this loved everything they saw. That nobody's Shocked hurt. when it happened? Yes, and then that's at the end, trauma. Like, wow. That isn't trauma. Trauma is different. I saw somebody's head fall off in a car accident, and I'm not traumatized by it. It's a weird memory. I thought maybe I would be. The police called me and said, as a witness to what we saw, we, we had 20-year veterans leave the scene of this thing. I'm like, I don't think I got that close a look. But I did see something horrible, and I watched rain, uh, blood raining in the car. I'm like, I didn't know what I was seeing. And he goes, well, if you need help. And they gave me numbers and everything else. I'm like, I'll be all right. Day or two, I felt really kind of shaky driving a car because the accident was terrible. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But that wasn't lifelong traumatized. I had to tell myself, hey, you're fine. Didn't happen to you. These images are brutal. You know you're, what it was. You're Process used to watching it. them on the internet a little bit. Right. Conditioning, a little bit of conditioning. Process it. That was it. That's all you have to do is sit back and go, hey, I'm all right. I'm, I, I, but had I told myself constantly, I am traumatized. I don't know. I would have, it would have been months and weeks of me going, I can't look at gray cars anymore. I can't be. Oh, if the car hit me, that's different. But it was something that happened in you. front it's, of me. It's an abuse of the word or the Completely. reaction. But, but the, the jump to want to be traumatized, the desire to not be strong, the desire to, to want to weaken yourself and say things like, I have trauma. I can't, you know, yes, people have trauma. Yes, people have stress and everything else. But the whole point of it is to be like, all right. Shake it off. Let's do what we can to get forward. And but you know how tough. women sync up on stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. They do. They sync up on periods and yeah. trauma. And I don't know how the lesbian know. community does it because Sykes and DeGeneres together, maybe they sync differently then. I don't think it's trauma. I think it's just I, I just want attention. That's why I'm oh, on Ellen DeGeneres. That's you. why it's just attention. Yep. That's all they want. A hundred percent. Same with Amy Schumer. Yeah, Schumer screaming that this is it. Everybody wants to make things about themselves. Yeah. This Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. I was there. That's about me. It's, you know, we teased you for years about the Costa Concordia being right. no, like, you were there a year, year before, before, and we started to laugh about, oh, Brady's been traumatized. It, it was almost you, how close you came. Like, you, can you even step foot on a yeah, boat? The absurdity <laughs> of us saying that was the joke. And now it's kind of probably something's like, oh my God, Brady was on that. People would, like, to, if that happened now. You were on that? Like, my year. God, are you okay? You should, no. And then you're trying to say, I'm fine. I don't think you are. And if you keep telling people they're not okay, they're going to believe they're not okay. It's ridiculous. And then you get, uh, you know, and this makes me nervous too. Because uh, the, you know, everybody's saying I'm not tough enough to do this. I was at a place last night and uh, a couple got into an argument. We're seeing that a lot. All right. A couple got into an argument and I just, I just I'm, I'm traumatized. I've, I've been in arguments before. I know what that's like. I can't, I don't know these people. I don't even know what they're fighting about, but I'm traumatized. No, I wasn't traumatized. I was eavesdropping. I'm like, what happened? I wanted to know what the hell's going on. Are they going to break up right here at the restaurant? Is this bad? Nobody's traumatized by anything, you big pussies. I see the internet. You're motivated. You're energized, if anything, by traumatic events. Paul Walker's sunglasses just got sold to Zach Baggins. Of course. <laughs> from the right? car accident. 
That's the that's the society we live in with trauma and nonsense. Your guy Zach Baggins. Zach right. Baggins. That guy sucks. The superstar of Ghost Hunter. I hate that guy. Bought the sunglasses from Paul Walker's car crash because he felt the energy. And what did he, what he drop on? I didn't see the price. He needs to give those glasses back to the family. Talk about traumatized. Here's some more wreckage stuff. <laughs> that's trauma. You don't bring chunks of the accident back to the family. But they, I, I think he said it was like, I don't remember. But the fact Zach Baggins has enough money to bid on things is frustrating to me in the first place. But, yeah, Zach Baggins had uh, – And then what uh, – along that process of going through the scraps, who uh, snagged the glasses Yeah, no out kidding. There? Oh, there's a pair of Ray-Bans. Let me grab <laughs> That's those. That's a good question. How did they not only leave the scene but get into the auction? That means it's – I mean, it was like, you know what? It's amazing to see those stories when they were picking Lincoln clean when he got shot. Yeah. Well, to, to me, that makes more sense. squares of clothes off. They didn't have like uh, – yeah, you can still get that stuff uh, if you want to dig around. <laughs> they, uh, that makes sense to me because as a, as a figure that grand, they always do stuff with like, you know, their – and there was no like uh, guardian. There was no guardian or anything. Yeah. On that, before. you know, the Porsche Carrera glasses that uh, were in the glove compartment that yeah, exactly. survived. He spent fifteen grand. I don't know. Yeah, I was, was going to say it was like yeah. ten or twelve thousand. Fifteen thousand is the number. Yeah, yeah. fifteen thousand for the glasses, which means they had to be authenticated to go to auction or to go to some sort of bidding thing. Somebody had to know it. It has to be cleared from like there had to be pictures of him in those glasses well, before the accident and all this stuff. And Zach Baggins, this douchebag who chases ghosts for gullible idiots who think ghosts are real or all of a sudden, there's one guy in the history of man who can take a camera and film him and find him with proof. It's absurd that that show has ratings or anything else. But, yeah, there so they are. There's the shades. There's the shades. They're not uh, – they're worse for wear, yeah. I say. You know, they've been through a little you bit. You can replace the lenses. No Small problem. Small fire. <laughs> Authenticate <laughs> that's with That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You have to have yep. the picture of him wearing them. To make sure that they're his, and that's as they're pulling away on the death ride. It says the guy, the guy that found him tried to get a hold of Paul's family, but never heard back. So he decided to auction him off. God, I don't know that I'd, if you know a loved What's one of mine do with is in a terrible accident yeah. a few years later. It's like I know you guys have been going through a lot and probably just now feeling pretty okay with everything. Here's a here's a thing. Here's was, the glasses and an index finger <laughs> I found. <laughs> right. on the- These are the memories that you need in your house. Just uh, chunks of what's left. Here's a bone. I found a bone. It was not too charred either. You're good. Talk about trauma. That's real trauma to go have that. Zach Baggins shows up at my house with a dead family member's thing and starts to talk to me about ghosts. I am going to, I will Will Smith him right off my porch. I will beat the living bejesus out of Zach Baggins if he had the nerve to come to my house <laughs> with loved ones dead stuff. Get off my porch, you charlatan pile of garbage. I don't know. I might open it now because what 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 does Baggins have now? He might have something that What? Information buying. Casey no. gold no, microphone or something. Right. I mean. If he's going around picking dead celebrities. Well, that's kind of neat to see his house. <laughs> yeah. If you're, oh, and then change the name of your show. Right. You know, uh, you know, before the grave robber. It's, 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 it's absurd that he has them. Got a tip. There's a guy that was on the scene of this accident before anyone else. Yeah, I'm a dark. He's got like 10 items. I'm a dark mind. I have some darkness in me. I love watching serial killer stuff. And if I could get a hold of a John Wayne Gacy authentic clown poster, like he, he was the, the clown. Yeah, that, one of uh, those paintings that he did. Well, he, not only that, the ones that uh, hire me for parties clown. 
and he put oh, those up yeah. all over uh, his neighborhood. And uh, I'd be all over that. Well, I, I mean, I always think of uh, Jonathan Davis on that from Corn. He had the car, because, and it got to the point where he's like. I gotta sell it. There's just something that's not sitting. I know right exactly what happened with that, though. Everybody thinks, "Oh, he had to sell it because he had some epiphany." His wife, oh, yeah, yeah. someone hey, got his ear. No way, Jonathan Davis suddenly changed his mind about owning Ted Bundy's car and thinking it isn't cool anymore. He got rid of all that. Well, stuff. the Happy Fun Time rides girl. with the kids in the in the V Dubs. Yeah. Well, he was. It was. You know, feel was, right. Come on, let's go first. Let's go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> it, it was, let's get in sunshine. <laughs> it was pretty cool. But if you could get me a Pogo the Clown. Authenticated Pogo the Clown poster. I'm looking. Uh, I've seen it online, but they're oh, right. not real. Oh, okay. The, the real ones don't like. There's prints and there's copies. Oh, okay. The Pogo the Clown stuff that John Wayne Gacy. That's my darkness. But I would never say, "Hey, folks, I found this Pogo the Clown thing. I think it's for you," and give it to one of the victims' families, even 50 years later. I'm not going to go up to you know people who are. Uh, but if you found, what if you found a driver's license? Who, John Wayne Gacy's? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, one of the, cl- oh, you know, one of the kids. That- well, he killed yeah, kids, so they didn't have licenses. Which, or whatever the uh, uh, ID, they had student IDs and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, if I found the wallet to one of the kids. Yeah. I think I just thought, uh, what am I doing? Now I'm rummaging. You're putting it on an auction. Yeah. If, if I'm the first one to found it, I'm, I'm looking around thinking, this is a trap. <laughs> like, it's, it's way too late. I shouldn't be finding but victims. what's the proper thing to do? Go through it, take the money, call and baggage, put it back. John. Oh no, call oh, yeah. back. Call back. I thought you meant take the money out and put the wallet back where you found. Like that's <laughs> yeah. what. Yeah. Look, that's sure. the advice I was given as a young boy by my uncle Doug. If you find a wallet, pick it up, take the money out, and throw it back where you found it. Take your reward. Yeah, then- yeah, but don't take the wallet to anybody. That's evidence. <laughs> and the only thing you're doing there is setting yourself up to go. Hey, there was a million dollars in that. When I found it, there is no cash. Right. And even if there was no cash, you That's might a nice Ferrari. You might be turning that wallet over to an asshole who says there was cash when there wasn't. You would. I'm not playing years that old. game. The kid's got a nice Ferrari yeah, though. Hey, I 16. find a lot of wallets. <laughs> oh, that was my uncle Doug told me that when I was little. You find a wallet, you look through for the money, and you put it back where you found it. <laughs> like, all right, that's reasonable. Because uh, I don't know. That, everything's a trap to me. Everything feels like, that's ah, a trap. Somebody loses their wallet, it's a trap. If I lose my wallet, I just go, that's on me. I don't look for some good Samaritan to come back. I don't call Channel 3. I'm like, I lost my wallet because I was irresponsible and stupid. And I deserve whatever I lost because I'm an idiot. I don't carry a lot of cash for a reason. In case I lose my wallet, I can cancel all the cards. That's it. Silly. But I'm traumatized by the idea that people could lose their wallet. And I'm going to – and I go to a therapist – because, uh, you know, panic attacks are my trauma. That's horrifying. And it stems from childhood stuff. You find that out later. You're like, whoa, I didn't know that, that was like tension that I'd been carrying for years. Yeah. And then something happens and you you don't want to mess with panic attacks. I'm telling you, man, if you ever – anxiety attacks are one thing. Panic attacks are the most horrifying thing I've ever been through in my life. And uh, you go to like a therapist and stuff and they'll talk to you about it. And that's real trauma. But I don't live my life thinking, oh, by the way, I'm a wild victim of this. I, I I have I have the poten- everybody has the potential of does having w- a panic attack. Everyone does, right? Does it help? Is that why the the therapist is supposed to what help in uh, help you recognize that that's what's going on? Well, techniques to to say here's one to deal comment. with panic it. attacks are scary because they can get you in like a half second. Yeah, anxiety attacks usually build, and you start feeling the oh, oh something's coming. Uh, panic attack is like the little coping mechanisms that work for you. While they're happening, you feel like you're going to die. You feel like you are dying. Yeah. And, 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 and your brain is like convinced this is it in the most peculiar ways ever. I, I, 
two or three in my whole life. The, they were awful. Awful. But it's just based on me having stress and other things that you just don't deal with. And yep. You pile it on up and you ignore things and it comes back and attacks you. I haven't even like sniffed one for about two years, year and a half. I had a little one probably last year, more of an anxiety thing. But yeah, you're just coping mechanism. But I'm not wandering around telling anybody I'm traumatized, I'm a victim. I'm, uh-uh. It's just stuff I got to deal with. It's not your problem. That study said women stress 5% more than men. Yeah. And um, the most stressful hour of the week is different for men and women. The uh, average woman, it's 7 p.m. on a Monday or a Tuesday. Wow. And for the average man. You've narrowed this down. Yeah, which is interesting. 8 p.m. on a Friday. Hmm. That's strange. Because they're looking forward to a weekend of whether or not that girl's on her period and how much they... That's the stress. It's like, I got a whole weekend in front of me. Am is, I... Can is it I ruined? Go golfing? <laughs> is can it, I go out with the boys on Saturday? <laughs> well, that guy should have stress all the time. <laughs> right. He's got to ask permission to have fun. <laughs> right. He's in a stressful life. I guarantee you, one week a month, guys experience more stress than women. Walking on eggshells for oh, four yeah. days. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not wanting to be there. Anyway, menstruation vacation. I highly recommend it. They're fantastic. Pick a room. Go stay in it. I like that idea. Down to the islands of wherever. Mountain Shadow should should have taken my advice years ago and had the menstruation vacation package all summer long for one four days, give you a great deal, and you have to prove your wife's on her period. That's it. That's you the only think thing. One of the hotels, that's the menstruation that. vacation. You got to show up with a five you for Amy show or what? An, you got to show up with a filled five. <laughs> Here's a five. I'm proving it. And then they squeeze it to say it's fresh. Ah. And then the drippings, the drippings go on your receipt as a signature, and you get like 48, 45% off. They're not getting anybody in the summer out there anyway. You'd think brilliant, someone like uh, Hilton or Hyatt or someone would do a specific brand for that. Because they have yeah. all these different kind of boutique hotels. Oh, like the, men's, the Yeah. Yeah. The Red Roof Inn. For men. The Red Pants Inn. Bring it back. I'm all in. A research. For the I'm Red traumatized. Roof. I'm traumatized talking about it. I hope. I, God, I'm so fast. Alan goes, me too. Look at we're both victims. Like calm down, victims. We're all fine. The memes have settled down. Chris Rock did a show last night in Boston. Uh, Tony Rock had some things. Said brother. he's written some stuff, yeah, he, but I'm not going to. No, not he's not talking no, about that. He said he went out and said, uh, "How was your weekend?" And he goes, "I'm still processing stuff." He goes, "You know, I wrote a bunch of stuff before this happened. I'm going to do those yeah. jokes tonight." And he yeah. said, "This is not all going to be about that. I don't have anything on that." So, but I promise I will later. Yeah, someday he'll talk about it, but he's just not there yet. And it'll be funny, and it'll be everything Chris Rock is. And he's looking like a hero right now because he, he was one going around apologizing to folks and doing that stuff. So, and then evidently they tried to get Will Smith to, to leave, and he said no. Which we've had that dilemma before when we've tried to kick people out of the studio. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Are you kidding me? We have to physically remove you now. This is, I, I this wonder, is a bad you know, look. On that, I I wonder if that's like a CYA thing that the two you wouldn't two risk guys it. you wouldn't risk it because Will Smith would go absolutely no one asked me to leave and he'd have backup on that because his rep was there Denzel was there uh, it looks to me like you know, they're not going to come out and go we asked him to leave and lie about it and and then they'd look so bad if the academy just started lying about their uh, attempts my my assumption is that yeah we went over we hand, in their words were we handled this so poorly. And we tried to get him to go, and he said no. And we're like, "Are you kidding?" And he's like, "I'm not going anywhere." And how do we force well, him to go? And then all of a sudden, yeah, we got 35 seconds. It's police a in or someone to escort him out, and he it's going to be on live TV. And you've watched him snap prior. Yep, he's he's in a bad space. 
And now you're going to bring cops to the table? And then it gets yes. ugly. And pull them out? Yes. You and, should. Uh, Play another commercial. Runner Row would be happy <laughs> to put a spot <laughs> on true. to take up that extra minute or so. That's actually true. Or just do a technical difficulties thing. Yeah, there you go. And have it uh, rage. But, yeah. Will Smith is, what an asshole. Because he was like, no, this is my night. And boy, is it. And he, just in case he was going to win that Oscar and he won it, he had a speech. And then he was going to party and stuff. And what a dick. This is how we do it. And it is how we do it. Thanks, Jaden. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800, a good one, and we will scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.